Welcome to the Let Your Soul Sparkle podcast, where we talk about everything mind, body, and soul, with, of course, extra sparkles. I'm your sassy host, Jacqueline Sanguinetti, and I am so excited to have you here with me today. So grab your favorite kombucha and get cozy, or even better, your hiking shoes and head out the door, and get ready to let your soul sparkle. What's up, Sparkle Squad? Welcome to the Let Your Soul Sparkle podcast. We are almost at the end of the year. Can you freaking believe it? I couldn't be more happy about that. This year has just not been my finest, but I'm also like just happy that I made it through, you know? And um, I hate when everyone's like, fuck this year and like, you know, moving on because really, guys, like even when a year sucks, I know from past experience that there's always lessons to be learned and there's always so many good things as well. So I always try to look back at the year and find those moments that were so fun and so amazing and things that really did light me up. And some year there's there's more of them to find and other years um, they're few and far between. But this year, you know, there was a lot to celebrate, like even though I did struggle with a lot with my health and my body Um, I celebrated my parents' 50th wedding anniversary with them. That's a really big deal. And I also got to celebrate my dad turning 70. So those are two things that I am really, really grateful for this year. I going into next year, we're going to celebrate my mom turning 70. So that's going to be really fun. And, you know, I just got to have like some moments throughout the year that I just will never forget. You know, I mean, there are things that happen in the midst of, not the best times that are actually great. You know, signing up for the Institute of Integrative Nutrition was a big leap of faith. I'm really proud of myself. I tend to really overthink things and I'm happy that I just like pulled the fucking trigger and did it, you know? So starting school is a big one. And, you know, I just really hope that I continue to, um, get better with everything that's been going on, right? Like, I know that you guys probably feel the same way. It's like everything that's been a struggle, it seems like the energy of the universe is like shifting that. It really does. I really feel that energetically. I know right now we're in Mercury retrograde, so I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> I don't know about this. But, um, you know, so far, so good. <laughs> I did have a little weird shit happen with my phone the other day, and I was like, is this it? Is it starting? Is the technology kind of you know, whatever, we're having a beauty counter sell right now. And I'm like, just crossing my fingers that technology is not a bitch like it was during the Black Friday sale because it's Mercury retrograde now. And, you know, it is what it is. I try not, I try not to anticipate Mercury being a bitch because I think that that just creates it more. But sometimes you're just like, oh, okay. Well, anyways, this episode is one of my favorite exercises to do that is honestly so easy. And I feel like I might have recorded a podcast about this years ago when the podcast first started, but I can't remember. And so I'm just going to redo one and we're going to talk all about it because it's something that I feel like is so eye-opening. It's a great thing to do this time of year. I actually learned this from one of my favorite functional medicine practitioners. His name is Dr. Stephen Cabral. He has a podcast that I listen to and I just always have followed him in his work. And I really like him a lot. So he has this exercise where you take a blank sheet of paper. I do it with lined paper because I like to be able to write on the lines and have it be really organized. And you fold it down the middle 
and like long wise, right? So you write on the top happy and on the other column, you write unhappy. And all that you do is list on the side all of the things that make you happy and you list on the other side all of the things that make you unhappy. And then you kind of evaluate it. And the goal is to go through and check out or get rid of the things that are making you unhappy, find ways and solutions to get rid of them, to stop doing these behaviors, start game planning. Like, how are you going to have less of this in your life? And then go to the side that makes you happy, okay, and do the exact same but the opposite. How can you bring more of this into your life? How can you do this on the daily? What are ways that you can get to this point? You know, what do you have to add to your life to do this? Or maybe, again, what do you have to subtract to have more of this happiness? And you guys, these things do not have to be groundbreaking. His, when he did his example, was like emails was on his unhappy list. He fucking hated emails. And he was like, I ended up hiring more staff to help me filter through my email. He does it at a specific time every day. Like it's never when he wakes up and it's when he's still kind of fresh and he sits down for like only an hour a day and does it. And like after that, like whatever didn't get done, doesn't get done. Like he really set boundaries around his emails. So that's the kind of idea that you're going to look for, right? Is like, what are some creative solutions to some of these problems? And then you're going to go and you're going to go on the happy side. And his happy side was spending time with his family. So what he made sure to do at the time was he was like, I'm going to make sure that dinner time is non-negotiable for my family and my kids so that I always have time with them no matter what. And so he wraps up whatever he's doing by a certain time to have dinner with his family because that was one of the things that made him the happiest, I love that. You guys, this list doesn't need to be like super profound either. Like when I'm going to read you some of the stuff on my list and you guys are going to laugh because it just, it's funny, but it's also like, it's stuff that really does bring me joy. And I wanted to share my list from last year with you guys because I want to inspire you with some ideas. I also want you to realize that like nothing is too little when it comes to happiness, but nothing is also too little when it comes to unhappiness. And if you're doing these chronic unhappy things or these unhappy things are around you, you need to let them go. Okay. And like, for example, on my list this year was like energy suckers or bad energy. And I have actually this year created really good boundaries around things in life or people in life that are draining and not providing energy that feels good when I'm around them. Um, and I didn't even realize that I'd written this down. So Honestly, like when you write down the list, you want to revisit the list kind of often. I feel like I probably didn't revisit my list often enough. I almost did it like almost like a vision board, right? Like, but then I put it away. And so I want you to be a little more aware of this. Okay. So I'm going to list first for you what I wrote as things that make me happy. And there's a lot of them, but being pain-free was at the top of my list. This was, you know, I wrote this at the end of last year when I was in a lot of pain with my hands. And so being pain-free was at the top of my list. And it's something that I worked very hard all year to get back into a place of feeling good. So you can see like my number one priority was right there. I also on the side of unhappy had written chronic pain because at that point, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is not the biz, okay? On the happy list, Molly, spending time with my dog, right? Spending time with my parents, hiking, my house being clean 
And that includes my cute yard and my yard being cute as well. Okay. That means like keeping up my yard, keeping up my like little balcony porch. Cause it brings me so much joy. Cause it's the first thing I see when I walk up, when it has cute plants, looks cute. It's a place I can go sit outside and relax and hang out with my friends, whatever, have the yard looking nice. So my, and my house being clean, you guys, that is something like I feel like my life isn't organized and I'm disorganized when my environment is disorganized. So I made sure to put that on my list because it really does make me feel good. Okay. Looking and feeling good, healthy, and happy, making lots of money, saving lots of money, having little to no debt, sitting in my yard makes me happy, all of my girlfriends and having girls nights, working out with my friends, going to the beach, cooking fun and healthy meals, having cute clothes that I feel good in. You guys see what I mean by like, this is not something that needs to be so profound. Like I just mean like having stuff that you feel good in. It makes you happy. Like being able to put on an outfit and be like, damn, this is cute. You know, like that makes you feel good sometimes. Um, sleep and good rest, having good sex or intimacy or like making out with someone and having like a really good connection. That does make me happy. However, this year I should have put that on the fucking top of the list. It's too far down. It didn't happen that much this year. Or at all, really. I mean, I don't even know. I can't, you guys, you know when you're like, when's the last time I went on a date? Like, you have to really think hard. I, I, I have to think too hard at this point. You know what I mean? It, it's, the tide needs to turn. Okay. A very good workout makes me very happy. Good music, Beyonce. Full work schedule. Being, you know, having clients, like being booked and busy at the salon and with coaching clients full moon ceremonies and having them be full of amazing people inside of them who also are aligned with doing this kind of work. Um, Sunshine, but a comfy 70 degrees. (laughs) Okay. I wrote that because I want to also like manifest some of this stuff into my life. Like I love just being like comfortable and being in the sun. I also wrote down that I love seeing my family, my cousins going to my favorite restaurant. It's called Luna being able to do creative things, um, going on walks in my neighborhood, um, creating content for you guys makes me happy when it's done at a time that I want to do it, <laughs> not when I feel pressured to do it. Um, going to Target with my best friend Erica, <laughs> getting pedicures, getting massages, listening to audiobooks, podcasts, just learning, meeting new people, doing meditations, my beauty counter team, crushing it. And my healers like Brenda, Tammy, Kim, um, what else? I think that's kind of it on the list. So you can see where I'm just kind of listing things that when I do them, I'm in a place of joy. These aren't like, you know, I don't know. I feel like they are like fun, but they're not, they're not like, you don't have to get too crazy with it is my point. Then on the list of unhappy things, I wrote chronic pain, drama, miscommunications, energy suckers, red flag dudes. So you can kind of see where my mind was going in the end of last year, okay? Um, Having debt or bad energy around me, guys who are duds. (laughs) This might go back to the intimacy thing from the year before. Um, Time being wasted, feeling rushed, being overwhelmed, not having clothes that I love or fit in, being exhausted, clutter, things being messy, um, being too overly scheduled or busy, working late at night. I've really tried to work on that this year, especially with my hands. Like I don't work very much at night anymore. I try to get off a little bit earlier than I used to. Um, mindless scrolling, not being on my phone has been one thing that has helped with that. I've been trying not be on, to be on my phone as much, but I wrote next too much being on my phone. People not respecting my boundaries, feeling old and stiff and like my body hurts, 
dealing with the same shit from certain people over and over again. <laughs> IG fakeness, you know, people that come at you in the DMs that um, are annoying. I also wrote that, like people that just like come for you. I haven't had much of that, to be honest. I have to say I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I just like block. So I think I don't, I don't have that happen. Um, I also wrote, what, let's see, um, kind of these, I kind of write the same stuff. I, I feel like it's very repetitive, right? Where I'm kind of writing like being unorganized, energy vampires. Um, oh, having too much stuff that I don't need, like too many things around. I really try to like do a purge and not have stuff around. Um, having booze or too much alcohol or alcohol in general, feeling uninspired and overthinking. <laughs> Those are things that do not make me happy at all. So I have worked really hard this year to do get rid of a lot of those things in my life. Like as I'm reading them, I'm like, wow, like I really don't have people in my DMs that are annoying. I don't have, you know, Insta fakeness or, you know, being on my phone too much is something I've really worked on. I definitely still have a ways to go, but I've been trying. Um, you know, I definitely feel like I've eliminated things in my life that were causing me stress. Um, people not respecting my boundaries was a big one this year. I, like I mentioned, I really, really worked on that. I feel like you can see the underlying theme of that many times. So hopefully me saying mine, like it's not to be like, oh my gosh, look at me, look at my list, you guys. It's not like that. It's more like to have you understand like what you can put on each list, like how you can, you know, have things like really, really huge, but you can also have things that are just like, hey, like I don't fucking like this, right? So it's the end of the year. It's perfect time to make this list before you go into 2024. I feel like this is something that actually helps move the needle, right? Like you can tell yourself you're going to have a word for the year, which I love to do. I'm not, I'm not taking that away. You can make a vision board, whatever, but this list actually you see it and you're like, okay. So then what you do though, is you have to make like actionable steps, right? So, okay. I was happy being pain-free and I was unhappy having chronic pain. So what am I going to do to change that? Like, I'm going to try every fucking modality possible to help me be pain-free. I'm going to go on walks when I can, like do, you know, workouts that I can do. I'm going to go to acupuncture. I'm going to try massage. I'm going to try, you know, I did everything. I did cranial sacral. Um, I worked on limiting beliefs. I did everything I possibly could do to deal with chronic pain. Now, yes. I could have gone and gotten a cortisone shot in surgery and I probably would have dealt with this a lot quicker, but I did it my own way that felt aligned with my beliefs. So whatever it looks like for you, maybe it's just you scheduling a doctor's appointment, right? Like knowing your numbers. Maybe it's you having a phone call with someone who's been having poor boundaries with you and just setting some boundaries or you actually, you know, um, just next time something happens that isn't aligned with the way that you feel makes you feel good, you respond differently. Okay. So I also say being overwhelmed or, you know, um, working late at night, those were things that I had to be like, okay, like I need to take some things off my plate right now because there's so much on my plate. Like you guys, I mentioned um, in the Beyonce episode, me not going to Beyonce. And I'm sure everyone's like, wait, why didn't she go? Like, she loves Beyonce so much. I had been spending so much money on all of this stuff for the pain, right? Like acupuncture, massages, all these things start to add up. And I was also not able to work as much because of it. So this year has not been a year of me spending money on a lot of things that would be extra because I just had to have different priorities this year. And um, so that was why, you know, that was why. So I didn't want to feel overwhelmed by my, you know, expenses or stressed out or, you know, anything like that. And even though it was me, it was a decision that 
was not my favorite. I had to make it because in the bigger picture, I knew what was best. I mean, Beyonce is like, you guys, she is not, she is not a cheap woman to see. Okay. And also things like, you know, mindlessly scrolling on my phone. I definitely took that TikTok break for a while. And even right now, like getting back on there and creating content, I was just telling my best friend, I'm like, I have to be better about it. Like, it's just, it's really hard, you guys. It's a slippery slope with some of this stuff. And I don't think it's something you could just be like, I did it and I'm done. You have to constantly work at these things that keep you happy and keep you engaged in feeling your best so that you don't get back to a place of being unhappy. I mean, how many times in life do you be like, oh my God, I was feeling so good when I was doing that, but I don't know why I stopped, you know? And I think it's just life. I think it is a little bit of self-sabotage. I think it's just a little bit of what's familiar, what's comfortable and these habits that we fall back into. And so this is just a good like little, hey, check yourself before you wreck yourself of going back to, you know, saving your money, working on things in your house that bring you joy. I mean, I know a lot of people love to like, um, do the whole like plant mom thing, right? That is something that I think brings so much, so many people so much joy and it brings a good vibe into your environment. So if you're somebody that loves plants, it's like, maybe you're like, you know what? Once a month, I'm going to like find a new cute plant and like bring it into my home. Or I'm going to like take care of my plants once a week so that they always look good when I come home, whatever it might be. Like I said, me creating my little succulent garden this week or this week, this year and my um, little patio, that was like something that I really wanted to do because it brings me joy. It's the first thing I see when I come home, like every day when I walk up to my house, I'm like, I'm so grateful for this. I love it so much. It's so cute. So what can that be for you? It could be anything, you know, um, and try to find things also that just don't cost money, right? Like I said, like going in nature, like um, being with my dog, Molly, spending time with my parents, spending time with my friends. Like these don't have to be things that like break the bank. You could have things that do, but you should also have things that just make you feel good. Like making a yummy, healthy meal at home and like maybe trying a new recipe or whatever it might be. Okay. Um, something like having too much clutter or mess could just be like you dedicating. Like I've heard, um, a few people, on podcasts recently saying that they dedicate at the end of the day, like just 10 to 15 minutes to like cleaning their kitchen, picking up everything. And that way when they wake up in the morning, everything's clean and it makes them feel so good to have done that. And they're like, it's not what I want to do in the moment. I just want to go to bed, but I feel so good in the morning. Now you guys, I don't have kids. I clean up as I go. So I just feel like I'm in a different situation like that. But I can tell you if my life was different and I had to wake up to like dishes and stuff and, you know, laundry because I was so busy with kids, just knowing I did that 15 minutes before bed, it's like, I just did the best I could. I could go to bed and wake up and like you know, take care of the next day. So whatever it looks like for you, find what resonates. So anyways, I hope that this exercise was good, you guys. This is actually going to be the last episode before we take a little break. I wanted to just take a little bit of time off from doing everything during the week between Christmas and New Year's. I know that everyone's just like so checked out that week and you're like in a time warp because your kids are home and family and you're just busy and I feel like that's just like the time that people just are really really busy and so I thought you know what what better time to just kind of settle in myself get ready for the new year and I do have to work at the salon that week so I thought you know what I'm gonna take a little break but I do plan to try to get a podcast out for the beginning of the year. I just want to be able to do like a little like 
your wrap up and, you know, get excited for what's to come. So keep an eye out for that. And as always, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you guys so, so much. And I hope that you have the absolute best holiday with your family and that you really start to think about as you go into next year, what is going to make you happy and what is making you unhappy. And let's do way more of the stuff that makes us happy. I think that's the plan. So I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can tune in for more. And if you want to show me some extra love, rating and reviewing this podcast on your podcast platform is the best way to show me that you're enjoying these episodes and it helps me grow. So it's really appreciated. If you have any comments or questions about this episode or anything else, shoot me an email to letyoursoulsparkle at gmail.com. Until next week, Sparkle Squad, have a happy, healthy, and sparkly day.